It's a built-in stool here. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Thank you very much, Governor Kuimi, for that very kind introduction. I'm filled with joy this morning. I'm so happy to see all of you. Thank you for being here. And uh, before I give my remarks, I just really want to acknowledge all of the staff, the White House staff, the Department of Interior staff, who worked tirelessly for months. It might look like this all fell together pretty easily, but they have been working uh, for months and months on this um, summit to, so that we can make sure that it is nice for all of you, and I'm just very grateful for the staff. So we, if we could give them all a quick applause, that would be great. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Department of the Interior and to the Biden-Harris administration's first in-person White House Tribal Nations Summit. It's a tremendous honor to see all of us gathered in this building together. Standing here with you today, I feel the ancestors smiling down on us as we usher in a new era for indigenous people. Since day one, President Biden made the commitment to bring our voices to the decision-making table, to engage in meaningful nation-to-nation -nation consultation, and to honor our trust and treaty obligations to tribes. Sometimes, I lose sight of just how much progress we've made over the last two years. In just 20 months, Interior alone has invested more than $45 billion into Indian country through the American Rescue Plan, the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law, and the Inflation Reduction Act. $45 billion. For context, that's more than 15 years worth of Bureau of Indian Affairs budget in less than two years. This funding is transformational. It will strengthen communities, empower Native people, and support our next generations. Yes, it will help address historical injustices now, but it also invests in our future. I often think about how much we owe to our ancestors. I think about their fight to preserve our cultures, to protect our lands, children, languages, and ways of life in the face of so many hardships and tragedy due to the terrible assimilation policies. I think about their fight to keep our identities and our unbreakable connection to the earth, to each other, and to future generations. President Biden and I understand that living up to this enduring legacy must happen through bold action and genuine consultation. We accomplish this work by honoring indigenous knowledge that has survived millennia like the recent transfer of the National Bison Range to the Confederated Salish and Kootenai Tribes in Montana. During our celebration, we listened as the songs to summon bison filled the air. This land transfer ensures that the connection of future generations of CSKT members will remain and that our country will benefit from the knowledge they impart to manage those herds. This work happens through historic co-management agreements, like the one executed this year between the Interior and the U.S. Forest Service and the five tribes that have traditional history with the Bears Ears National Monument. 
And we are accomplishing this work by bringing long overdue attention to the federal government's brutal assimilation policies and a commitment to strengthen and rebuild what had been lost. The Federal Indian Boarding School Initiative is about more than reliving the trauma of our past. It's about making sure that survivors of these brutal federal policies are seen and heard and that their stories are told to future generations. It's about rebuilding the bonds that the federal government attempted to steal from us. As part of this effort, Assistant Secretary for Indian Affairs, Brian Newland and I launched the Road to Healing this year, which is a commitment to travel across the country to hear directly from survivors of the federal Indian boarding school system. I am excited to share that in 2023, with new and generous funding from the National Endowment for the Humanities, we will begin a first ever oral history project for survivors. This has never been undertaken by the United States government and is a resource that I know many of you will have requested as part of your own work to document your own history. This project demonstrates the new era I spoke of over the next two days, you will hear even more about the work that is happening and the opportunities with your partnerships that lie ahead. What is most exciting to me are the new investments to strengthen tribal communities, because you know best how to care for, your, care for and support your people. Let me briefly share three examples about what that collaboration looks like here at Interior. First, we're creating a new Office of Strategic Partnerships, which will promote innovative solutions for Indian country, cutting across conservation, education, and economic development. I'm particularly excited as one of the first partnerships, the Bureau of Indian Education will work with the Trust for Public Lands to build nine new schoolyards in tribal communities across the country. Every child deserves access to, out, to the outdoors, and this partnership will ensure that our children have safe places to play. Next, we are taking the notion of tribal co-stewardship and elevating the indigenous knowledge to the next level as we address climate change, the challenge of our lifetime. From wildfires and drought to widespread loss of species and their habitats, if we are going to successfully overcome these threats, we must work together. Today, the Departments of Interior and Agriculture are outlining a series of new steps to ensure tribes can participate in the stewardship of federal lands and waters. That includes producing a first-of-its-kind report on the many existing legal authorities we have as agencies to advance co-stewardship with tribal nations. As the United States works to honor our trust and treaty responsibilities to protect tribal sovereignty and revitalize tribal communities, we must also protect access to resources for subsistence and cultural and spiritual practices. It is by acknowledging and empowering tribes as partners in the co-stewardship of our country's lands and waters that every American will benefit from strengthened management of federal lands and resources. I am thrilled that the Department of Commerce has joined our effort as part of our all-of-government approach to Indian country. And finally, I'm proud to announce that this administration is doubling down on efforts to connect tribal communities into the future. 
Today, the Departments of Interior, Commerce, and the Federal Communications Commission are releasing an unprecedented MOU on spectrum, spectrum access over tribal lands. Because tribal lands remain one of the most digitally disconnected areas in the world, our agencies will work together to provide tribes with new electromagnetic spectrum opportunities and for the first time, a seat at the table for national broadband policy development. This comes as Interior establishes a new Office of Indigenous Communication and Technology to better protect tribes' digital resources and modernize tribal economic development opportunities. All of these new tools will help strengthen our nation-to-nation -nation relationship while ensuring that communities have the tools, both new and old, to reach true self-determination and move toward a more prosperous era for Indian country. There's so much more to discuss, and I'm so excited about what the next few days at this summit will yield. I, see many of you uh, I will see many of you during our lunches over the next several days, and, uh, and we'll use those oppor opportunities to visit with you. I also want to make sure that everyone knows that tomorrow morning at 7.45 a.m., right outside on the steps on C Street, we will take an official group photo because nothing says we have arrived than 300 tribal leaders on the steps of the Department of the Interior. So we want to memorialize this time together. So please set your alarms a little early and I will be there. I hope to see you all um, on the steps and also just in this building. We're so proud and happy to have all of you here. If you need anything at all, please don't hesitate to reach out to any staff member. We will make sure that you are comfortable, that you are happy, and that your needs are being fulfilled while you're here. Um, I am so proud uh, for your participation. I am proud of the commitment that we will make together, all the commitments that we'll make together so that we can continue to build progress for our future. Dawa'a, thank you all so much for being here. Thank you. <laughs>